We are here for True Heel Heat 113. True Heel Heat 113. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the exploding barbed wire chamber edition of True Heat. <laughs> we are live on YouTube as well as Facebook. First time ever. And we got a steam cast of hosts on this edition. But this edition of True Hill Heat, we will be discussing week 66 of the Wednesday Night Wars with the fallout from WWE NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day, as well as AEW Dynamite with the announcement of the main event from Revolution, as well as Sting taking a bump. Uh, we also got to talk about the potential relationship between AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Impact Wrestling, and how Sammy Kavara may have potentially damaged that already. Oh. We, will, we, we will also be previewing and predictions for WWE Elimination Chamber tomorrow night. But let me introduce this beautiful cast of hosts that we have with us today. First of all, we have the princess of all the true heels, the beautiful, the lovely Miss Chrissy Love. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Happy Saturday. I hope everyone is being safe. It's early as fuck. I need a mimosa or something, y'all. <laughs> brunch time. I need brunch time, yes. She needs so. some some stuff going on there but of course we are also joined by the resident true heel alcoholic himself top guy jj yeah today is a little you know it, it's super early so you know gotta go to work directly after so i'm not gonna be the alcoholic today i'm gonna be responsible today you sure you're not going to you I look it looked like the store's right behind you friend i uh, know oh uh, you know you know <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure the place is always smelling good, you know? Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely a store behind me. <laughs> definitely a store behind me, a store to the left of me, a store to the right on the other side but over there. Just, I could just show up there and just like buy everything I need. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, I had my barber actually come through and just said, you know what? I need some shit. So he's like, yeah, I just like, yo, just come, come through. That's a good side hustle right there. It is. It is. And he's been doing it for years. <laughs> And then finally, we got a <laughs> guest with us today from the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, the co-host of Review of Honor, the co-host of Joints and Jabronis, the co-host of Blunt Impact. He mm -hmm. used to be the True Hill Six Man. Now he is a starter. He has been voted to the All-Star Game. He is the three-time <laughs> three three baby-making champion. This is Ness. True. Thank you, thank you. Okay. True Hills, what's going on? Lovely morning with some lovely, lovely folk. Morning, yep. Yeah, oh, ready I, to talk some wrestling. Yeah. I thought you got Damian Lillard, man. I thought you got treated like Dame Lillard, man. I thought you was picked. You know, I, I you know, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> well, I, I thought you got Luka Doncic for a second, man. Like, you oh, know, congrats, nah. man. Congrats on making the lineup, man. I thought, I thought, uh, you I know. appreciate it. You guys, I'm, I'm here with the OGs, the true All Stars. So that's a, that's an honor in itself. <laughs> Of course, you are always welcome, and we love getting you on these uh, live editions of True Heel Heat because you always bring it. But, of course, this is a shout-out to all of you because we wouldn't be doing this if you guys weren't watching. We got a few people watching on Facebook, few people watching on YouTube. But comment in the comment section as well as the live chat on YouTube. We'd love to get you guys involved on these live editions of True Hill Heat as well as on Facebook. This is our first time that we are live Ooh. on the True Hill Heat 
Facebook page. We got requests uh, from people to, to go live on our on our Facebook page. So we're I'm making awesome. it possible. And I know Chrissy Love, you've missed the, the live editions on Facebook. Yeah. All we need is John just to read the comments now. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm I'm here. I'm here for that. I know, but, I know. If you are watching on YouTube, of course, like this video, share this video with all your wrestling fans and friends, of course, and your family as well. You have the iCard and the subscribe button. You could push either one of those to subscribe to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We are still very excited about reaching our 1K milestone, but it doesn't stop there. The train keeps moving and we want to move on to 2K. So it makes it possible by you subscribing to the channel and we will continue making this quality content on a consistent basis and especially our live streams if you keep subscribing to the youtube channel and of course push the bell and press all for all notifications so you always get notified and alerted when we have these live streams as well as consistent content right here on true hill heat so what is going on ladies and gents we want to know in the comments section what you guys want to talk about so please let us know but of course this is about you that support us on the true hill heat youtube channel as well as on all of our social media platforms so we start things off with our true heel roll call coming in at number three we have luis Jaden. Coming in at number uh, two, we have your boy, uh, JJ James Wims. And coming in at number <laughs> one this week, we have Josh Mitchell. He is the Negro Buck or Nick Jackson of this week. So congrats to our True Hill Trinity for True Hill Heat 113. But we have a couple of more uh, True Hills that we got to shout out here. I'm just waiting for my uh, email to open up so I can read it. <laughs> yo, yo, James, bro, like, come on, man. One, you fell off after a month? <laughs> you gotta repackage you already? <laughs> why, why you gotta go after James like that? You know, it's, it's, it hasn't been too much New it, Japan it, lately. It, so it's, called, it's, it's, called, it's, called, it's called the push, man. It's called the push, man. You gotta, gotta motivate a little bit. You're like Vince McMahon with your pushes. Like you gotta insult people to, to motivate them. Um, <laughs> you know, a couple, of, a couple more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a couple more true hills. We got to shout out Mark Sanchez as well as Dean Anderson, Jed McGraw, and I have to do a special shout out right here on True Hill Heat. We already did it over on Wrestling Daily, but JJ Chrissy Ness Wrestling Daily has had the privilege of bringing two people together. Yes, Alex McCarthy is the new Chuck Willery. And I have to shout out CM Chris <laughs> and Carol Wands uh, over on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. I know they've subscribed here to True Hill Heat, but I have to shout them out because they just got engaged. And they literally oh, met in the in the live chat for Wrestling Daily. Wow, that's oh, beautiful! That's beautiful, congratulations! Nice. Love, love, yay! Look what wrestling does. <laughs> you gotta love when wrestling brings you know people together, but especially when you know us creating content is able to do that as well. You gotta love it. You gotta shout it out, and we want to send our best wishes to them. But a couple of our YouTube subscribers that we got a, a comment section for. We got fifth generation Carney JY3. Man, this guy has been very supportive. I got to shout him out for sure. But he commented on our New Japan Pro Wrestling, the new beginning in Hiroshima Night 2 roundtable. And he says, hands down, the best New Japan Pro Wrestling roundtable on YouTube. 
please mm. try to keep the same crew for Castle Attack. He was talking <laughs> about myself, J News, Stat King, and the one, the only Tempest of Wrestle Talk. So shouts out to Tempest. Thank you for contributing for our mm -hmm. two videos on new, the new beginning in Hiroshima night one and night two. And shout out to fifth generation Carney for that comment. Ryan Romero, he says, thanks for the shout out on True Hill Heat 112. And he says, Vert Vixen is awesome. So we have to send our love to the one, the only Vert Vixen. Thank you very much for being on the show. She's a sweetheart. Yes. I think I think I think she's in like the upper echelon of special guests that we've had on the show. What do you <laughs> yeah, think? yes. What Absolutely. about you, AJ? Absolutely. Oh, she was a sweetheart, man. I was just pissed off that she lost the following Tuesday on Dark, man. It's like all of a sudden I became, you know, when you go to a live show after meeting somebody and you like yeah. you start to root for them naturally all of a sudden. I'm like, mm -hmm. come on, man, you lost a few days later. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, she did kind of tease it because she was giving you know credit to Tay Conte a lot. Like mm -hmm. like she was yeah. saying, she kept, she kept bigging up Tay Conte. Like yeah, she just beat me. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, spoiling, I'm spoiling it for you. Like yeah. she just beat me. She's on to big things. So I I respect her for that. But you know, definitely shouts out to Bird Vix and definitely one of my favorite uh, guest hosts that we had on the show. And I, I do agree with JJ. Like every time you meet one of the wrestlers, you become a bigger fan of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Rick Uchino was talking about that on Smack Talk after SmackDown last night on the SK Wrestling YouTube channel. But I'm a huge Thunder Rosa fan, and I think a lot of that is down to me interviewing her twice. So. <laughs> We got Kayfabe Tactics in the comment section for True Rewind 38. He says, I can't wait until we get to some better shows for the Monday Night Wars. Nitro started off good with some great matches from the work rate guys, but they're all gone now. Really wish the Saturday night shows were on this on the network so I could watch those matches. Thanks for the show. So <laughs> Kayfabe Tactics, once again, the king of the comment section. And I do have to do a quick reminder to you guys. This edition of True Hill Heat is brought to you by our good friends over at Powered 4 TV. You can get 50% off of your first month over on Power 4 TV by the promo code SP3. So definitely use that. Get your 50% off. And it's mm. got some of the best promotions in the UK over on Power 4 TV, as well as all the great content from us at True Hill Heat. You got wrestling travel over there. So there's plenty to watch. And Power 4 SP3 live every single Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 5 p.m. BST. I am learning those times in the UK, slowly <laughs> but surely. Look at SP becoming a promotion code. Che like, yeah. like, 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 check you the fuck out. Like, excuse us. Like, <laughs> like, 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 can we get some syllables for a code? Like, 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 what's up with this? Oh, what? man. Hey, hey, I was going to talk to you about Project. I don't know if it's going to involve I, I, a promo I, I, code. A, a, little, a little bit of little jealousy came there. Like, yeah, promo <laughs> code now? Like, <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that jealousy. But we got to get into things. We got to talk about what we missed, the top news. But, of course, we got you guys in the comments section. We, of course, got to shout all of you beautiful people out. A lot of people saying good morning. We got Tamara S. Battle saying good morning on Facebook. We got the great <laughs> Jason Michael Campbell. Uh, hi, Mr. Campbell. 
watching on Facebook. He says good morning as well. Of course, Justin, not a, a J- JJ. He's in the co- in the comments. <laughs> I, I'm responding to the good people. Like you ain't got to put my comments up there, you jerk. <laughs> and we got our homie Jose Gonzalez of Reekins of Wrestling. He's actually this is a this is a little announcement here. He's actually going to be on True Hill Heat 114 next week, next Saturday. We got oh, wow. Jose Gonzalez on true hill heat 114 and we got on youtube raging j he says we have no white people on true hill oh heat. god here we go that wasn't passed passed up <laughs> you know you know hey you know what well you know, what? You know... I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna let the promo code handle that one <laughs> <laughs> any 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 response from you uh my good friend ness i'm not even we all know who Raging J is, and this is what he does to try to get us to rage out just like him when Sasha oh, loses. So okay. it's all good. Oh, 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 that's Raging J. Uh, I'm about uh, to say, oh, that's who that is? Okay. <laughs> Carry on, guys. We, we gotta love it. We gotta love uh, Drunk Guy JJ. You should just make all your alias Drunk Guy JJ. Drunk, so exactly. We know, we know who you are. But we're going to start <laughs> things off this week. With the Monday night, with excuse me, the Wednesday night wars. I, I thought I was on the DeLorean real quick, but Wednesday night wars, week 66. Of course, we know with us on True Hill Heat, we got to give you the ratings for each show, we got to sh- tell you what happened on both shows, and of course, we got to decide what was the better show for the week. Miss Chrissy Love, are you prepared with your drums live? True Hill Heat 113. I am ready. You ready? Absolutely. Take it away. All right, let's go. So, for week 66 of the Wednesday Night Wars, we got AEW with 747,000 viewers to WWE NXT with 713,000 viewers. Both shows are up from last week, so that is very much a good thing. Of course, there was a big gap in the 18 to 49 key demo. Over on AEW, you got John Moxley, Lance Archer, and Ray Phoenix defeated Eddie Kingston, The Butcher, and The Blade in a six-man main event. After the match, the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega attacked Moxley, and Omega challenged him to, and I quote, (laughs) an exploding barbed wire death match at revolution on march 7th for the aew world championship we also had brian cage powerbomb sting in his first bump in over six years for the 61 euro wwe hall of famer you also had rio defeating serena d in one of the uh, arguably one of the best women yes, in yes, dynamite yes. history to uh, to advance in the AEW women's world title eliminator you also had the young bucks defeat uh, santana and ortiz in a very good matchup to the, yes. the AEW world tag team titles and after the match they are attacked by the inner circle with jericho and mjf making matt and nick tap out we also had hangman page and matt hardy defeat th2 and and after a match, they revealed that they will face each other one-on-one in a big money match at Revolution <laughs> where either man can get 100% of the other's revenue for the first quarter of 2021. Isaiah Cassidy, dressed as the Jags mascot, then attacked Paige with TH2 and Dark Order made the save. And of course, we have to congratulate Cody and Brandy as they did a gender reveal on Dynamite and revealed that they are going to have a baby girl over 
Over on WWE NXT, they also had six-man tag team action in the main event. Pete Dunne, Danny Burch, and Orny Lorcan defeated Finn Balor, Roderick Strong, and Kyle O'Reilly, which uh, which had Adam Cole interfering, laying out O'Reilly with a brainbuster on the steel steps. He also laid out Balor after the match with a super kick. But O'Reilly is so good at the professional wrestling. O'Reilly <laughs> sold the attack so well that someone reported someone that was in the crowd that he had a seizure after the match which was untrue which was reported by Fightful Select MSK as well as Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez accepted their dusty cups and Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler appeared to confront the winners the title matches will go down on March 3rd against the Shaq and Cody tag team match and the way retrieved the kidnapped Austin Theory. <laughs> we'll talk about what, what happened at NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day shortly, but we got to talk about the Wednesday Night Wars to kick things off this week on True Hill Heat 113. I will start with you this week, Top Guy JJ. What did you think was the better show for this week, WWE NXT or AEW Dynamite? So I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those dudes that's like, yo, if you fuck up so vigorously, I'm just going to penalize you for the entire week. Like when when Jim Ross called Kenny Omega the WWE champion, I was like, y'all lost the week already to me. I was like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Jay, he's an old man. You have to I give him some I type of like leniency. WWE in that building, like, this like is you, true. Like no, no, but <sighs> but. The greatest heel champion in AEW history, Kenny Omega, saves the motherfucking night. Yo, Kenny Omega is a jerk. He is a bad guy. Yo, when I say I love, 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 love this title reign of his right now, and to make this, I've never experienced one of these live. I've never seen one of these live. Like, I, I fucking, Mar, I was like, how, is this possible? <laughs> like they, they can make this happen. Like they literally, to me, made they 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 to me came back in such a strong way. AEW had a really strong show to me. Besides, obviously, the Jim Ross fuck up that I would have just kept kept getting on them with. NXT was fucking good though. Yeah, NXT was good. And, and and please, like, correct me. Like the 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 there was one person in particular that stood out to me. The woman that debuted. What is her name? Uh, Zoe Stark. Yeah. I fucking love her. I love her. Like she looks like a fucking badass contender already. And it looks like AEW stepping up their women's division at the right time. time like yeah. AEW, like I said, like it's just unfair to NXT at times because NXT has been a really good show. Mm -hmm. But just AEW now, that's the fact that they're inserting the women's division into this, and they're getting everyone, like literally, mm -hmm. almost like, like everyone on television has a storyline in AEW. So AEW is so much more of a television program mm -hmm. that I can follow weekly at NXT. Like they, they're so spotty that it's like fuck. Like NXT has been delivering. Yeah, so I gotta go with AEW, but on a slimmer margin though. Like NXT has been delivering these past couple weeks to me. Ness, you are our guest on this edition of True Hill Heat. So what did you think was the better show this week? 
I I felt as though AEW was the better show. Dynamite definitely was the better show, but I have to agree with JJ. NXT was good, and I felt as though that a lot of their stories are hitting on a little, a lot of a uh, cylinders. You know, the main event, the fallout with UE, um, what that means for Baylor. Uh, he just got pinned by Pete Dunne, so you know that's going to be yes. that's going to be another uh, part of the storyline as it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, also, with another part of the story that I'm liking is Zia Lee's, like fixation on uh, Casey Cantazero and Caden uh, Carter. I, 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 that's a little like niche for me that I like how that's going underlining. But man, the action on AEW Dynamite was just next level. And I, again, there were good matches on uh, uh, NXT, but I just feel as though AEW had the stories and the the better action yeah. on the night. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, Chrissy Love. What was the better show for you? Um, AEW for the one only because of that killer promo at the end of the night, and we found out what we're going to see. Um, however, NXT was good too, and I so enjoyed uh, uh, NXT with uh, Beth Phoenix and. Um, what they new name is now? Um, oh, MSK. Oh, MSK. That was like that, segment, was that was amazing. Like a shout out to them. I was like, so they only get one? Is it one trophy? So do we share the trophy, or everyone gets their own trophy? Like, what is that? Because I seen one trophy in the ring. Like, yeah, it's one trophy. Do we it's get one like, trophy. Like, so? Do we give it back one. next year? Like, like I don't understand. They just have it. They never take it. They just <laughs> add their name. They just add their name to the cup. That was very, that's very confusing to me because now I want to take that shit home. I won. Like, that's the whole point. Like, I want the boots. You mean, you're right. Yeah. I'm right. Like, I want to take this home and now I just let's just stand next to it in the picture. No, fuck. Yeah. I want to put it on the damn kitchen table. Like, I want it in the living room when people come over and I can explain to them that this is what I want. Like, just like you get the bell is the same shit. But anywho, I'm just going on. Um, yes. As we've been saying for week after week after week, there are storylines. There's there's methods to this shit, and AEW got this shit down packed to a T. Um, they've been delivering every week. We have stories after story after story. You will not be lost. Jim Ross is an old man. Leave Jim Ross alone. He didn't mean to do that. I mean, like, he's old. Like, he's think he's still in his old golden age. You know, era. Like, come on, leave him. Let that man be. Don't don't do that to that old man. Now he made a mistake. Now that's okay, but it's that all right. That man has a professional job doing commentary. Now you know. Okay. Now we got other that. Cool that other, he some other other shit. Then it, it would be like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you you're right. Now you're not supposed to utter the other people's name in this building or this vicinity. Not even within the hundred yards of this this whole like daily's plate. Like you're not supposed to do that. But he oh leave that man alone um, that shit than, came out flush too yo, like, like it like just like rolled off the tongue with no problem um but yes NXT was great i didn't really like the ending per se i feel like the ending of NXT kind of like like ruined it just a pinch um um but i thought the show thought was great and NXT is like slowly if they just got to get on a consistent page. They're not consistent like AEW. AEW has been consistent week after week after week, and the ratings are showing it. But uh, AEW for the win, friends. So I, I guess I'll just say, first of all, I want to make it unanimous. Yes, AEW won this week. Um, but I disagree with a couple of you, Ness and uh, JJ. 
I didn't think NXT was that strong. I thought last week was a lot stronger of an episode. I think that because the main event scene, because this is something that JJ has admitted of himself, he cares more about the main event and how the show ends more than anything. <laughs> the main event scene has a stronger story now which we'll get into yeah. more when we talk about NXT TakeOver uh, Vengeance Day. So I think that overall makes the show feel better. But this was an episode where um, I think Romeo has said it best on Wednesday Night Warriors. Sometimes NXT doesn't know what it is. It has an identity crisis. Yep. It doesn't know if it's the third brand of WWE or if it's a developmental territory. And this week, it felt very much like a developmental territory. It wasn't <laughs> until the Dusty Cup presentation that it felt like a third brand, because that is like a main roster type of segment that they did there with, you know, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler being involved, Raquel and Dakota Kai kind of having a soft baby face turn in the way. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what is happening right now? What? Okay. It wasn't but, just, okay. They got they got one great story with the undisputed era kind of splitting up what's gonna happen there and there's oh, so I many layers. There's so many layers to that story there, which we you know we're gonna get into when we talk about Veggie's Day, but every everything else, eh, you know, they have strong stuff with Cameron Grimes, which his music video, which once again oh. played on takeover, and I will say it again. I said it on our takeover round table, it's the greatest thing ever. The the Cameron Grimes stacking money to the moon. To the moon. The greatest thing ever. Number one on TRL. Number one on 106 <laughs> in Park. Number one on Uncut. Every top 10 music video countdown you want to name, that needs to be number one. Cameron Grimes stacking money to the moon. And the, the Zia Lee stuff, I do agree with Ness. That stuff is good. But other than that, yeah. It's it felt very developmental, especially giving like a couple of minutes to like Tyler Russ versus Kashida. I understand Kashida had to get the win back, but it felt very developmental. And so so that that stuff was so so, but everything else was pretty uh solid on NXT. And they had a solid follow-up to Vengeance Day. But AEW, they just got so many great stories. The hangman page stuff with Matt Hardy is very intriguing. You want to get into it. The stuff with Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. You got I hate his boots. <laughs> those those pointy <laughs> burgundy boots, please throw them in those garbage. They burn Whoever's your stylist, that's not a part of the aesthetic that we need to be seeing, sir. But he uses it for his, you know, for moves and shit like that. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. He, he uses it to his advantage. But <laughs> I, would, I would argue that this week, AEW had the three best matches on Wednesday night. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think yeah. anything on NXT w was better than the main event with it, just the final couple of minutes with Moxley yeah. and staring each other down. Yeah. Uh, the stuff with the Young Bucks and Santana and Ortiz, that was a very good matchup. But most mm -hmm. of all, Rio versus Serena. Oh, my God. That, Rio's I, like this. Like you can break, she's a, she, they both, matter of fact, both of them are like that, but they, it was, wow. I was like blown away by watching that match. Like Rio just gets very well, the simplistic excellence. Like she just is so smooth in the ring. And this was a rare AEW match that didn't leave the ring really. Like 95% of the match was inside the, you know, the, the four corners of the ring. So I love that match. I love Rio. Give me she's more Rio. Tinkerbell. Like, she's just like this little thing that I feel like she has pixie dust and she's just going to fly away. Doesn't it just feel great seeing Rio? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is just, it just feels yeah. good seeing her. 
apparently everybody loves her because whenever she has a match on Dynamite, I think that's one of the most viewed segments throughout the whole show, apparently, from what wow. I'm hearing. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. So got doing good stuff. Yeah, so that. pixie dust that she puts on everybody. <laughs> Of course, Tinker. <laughs> uh, we got the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. As much as I love the inner circle, I can't get over Santana and Ortiz taking a backseat to Jericho and MJF. Yes. Um, I don't really say they're taking a backseat because this is a, all a part of the story. And I have trust in AEW to have enough patience that they're going to see that Santana or Ortiz is, of course, the superior tag team. And they had a hell of a performance because the young, yes. bucks, yeah. young Bucks are always good. Young Bucks, I pretty much can go through the AEW tag team division, and probably their best match in AEW was probably everybody's best match was against the Young Bucks. So mm. I, I'm not going to talk about the Young Bucks here. Santana and Ortiz really showed out and showed that they can be the ace tag team in AEW in this match. Santana especially, he is a star. Yes. And you guys yes. need to become the AEW tag team champions. Yes. But I like them emphasizing that this was their first shot so it makes sense for them to lose here. And then in the long run, eventually they will become the champions. Uh, we got also the Negro Buck. He says, man, I can't express enough how much I miss tuning in to THH on Facebook. Thank Aww, you so much. Thank you, Mr. Jackson. You know, you know, we, we, we got we, Thank you for the love. We appreciate you. This okay. is, I don't know if it's going to happen again, but for one time, I hope you guys appreciate it. <laughs> In the comments for Facebook, he said, what about NXT getting their own developmental? So, yes, that was, there was a report that they have taped NXT Evolve, which is going to be another brand of NXT, which is going to be head up by Gabe Sapolsky. It's already been taped, apparently. It's going to have a feel to it. It's going to be closer akin to Evolve, the old promotion, before it was closed down uh, late last year. So what's your thoughts on NXT getting their own developmental, Ness? They just had to throw the NXT on it. Why don't they just keep it as Evolve? You know, they, they, it was not necessary. But, again, I'll, I'll go back to what you said. Is it is NXT the third brand or is it developmental? They, they don't know which yeah. one they want at the moment. So getting a developmental brand for the developmental brand really doesn't make a lot of sense, in yeah. my opinion. I, I got to agree with you there. It just <sighs> it seems weird, but NXT, this is something that NXT wants to do. They want to like carve out, take all the, all the different portions. It's basically Vince's, it's Triple H recreation of what Vince did in the 80s before WWF went global. Yeah. Uh we got also in the comment section, Negro Buck is busy on Facebook. He's very happy for us to be back. He says, I give the edge to AEW, but, A but NXT was really solid as well. I loved MSK with Beth and the popcorn. So hilarious. And I love how they're finally setting up Cole versus O'Reilly. It's been a long time coming. Coming. I, I do agree there. So that we are going to talk about NXT uh, TakeOver Vengeance Day. But I was just alerted. That we have some breaking news, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Shit. The second biggest awards. Yes, second, because, of course, the True Hill Heat year-end awards is the biggest. But mm -hmm. the second biggest awards for wrestling in the professional wrestling world, the Wrestling Observer Awards for 2020 mm -hmm. have finally been revealed. Are you guys ready for yeah. me to this off to you guys? Oh, okay. boy. 
more awards. <laughs> like I was literally about to not drink, and now this is probably going to set me over the edge. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, a Wrestling Observer has a better percentage of getting it right than the True Hill. <laughs> You're an award. I will give them that. <laughs> give them that. Yes. We're, we're, bigger, we're bigger and better, but they are more consistent on what actually <laughs> hey. happens. Yo. Yo, that shit got me thinking like how Johnny Gargano was with wheels, man. Yo, yo, oh God, awards, awards. <laughs> so the 2020 wrestler of the year was, of course, John Moxley. John Moxley, the 2020 wrestler of the year for Wrestling Observer. Uh, we got the most outstanding wrestler for 2020. Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay won the 2020 Most Outstanding Wrestler. Uh, they're going to be revealing more as the day goes on, but that's the first couple. But what do you think? Do you think uh, John Moxley deserved the Wrestling Observer uh, Newsletter Wrestler of the Year, JJ? Of course, man. I mean, Chrissy nailed it perfectly during the entire, basically, entirety of true hot, you know, those hot girl Moxley summer, or hot Moxley summer, whatever you want to call it. Hot girl summer. Like, I mean, he's not a girl, so I mean, you can't. It's kind of like you know, it's hot Moxley summer. Like he literally he owned the year. Like Moxley was the Moxley biggest was- name in wrestling. He he shocked waves with New Japan. He did the damn thing in AEW. This was Moxley's year. It, I mean, there's this honestly, there's really no question that unless you're a huge WWE mark and you love you some Drew McIntyre, but uh, other than that, nah, there's not really any competition. Not WrestleMania, this sorry, no. Yeah, you make good points. I got to give it to JJ. It's very rare, but you make good points there, sir. So we got to move on, though. We're going to we'll keep you posted if we get more awards as this live stream goes on. But we got to move on to NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day, which was this past Sunday on the WWE Network. Top to bottom, one of the more consistent takeover convent events since this whole pandemic started of course in the main event that's where we got to start Finn Balor defeated Pete Dunne in a marvelous main event to defend the NXT championship after the match though Birch Lorgan and Dunne attacked Balor but the Undisputed Era made the save it looked like we were going to end the show with the Undisputed Era and Finn Balor posing but Adam Cole hit a super kick out of nowhere on the champ and then after an argument, a heated exchange between O'Reilly and Cole with Roderick Strong in the middle, Cole laid out O'Reilly with another super kick. So what was your guys' thoughts on the main event, Balor versus Dunn? And, of course, what was your thoughts on the post-match? Let's start with Ness. I love the main event. I like the fact that they were playing up on um, how wherever Finn Balor was in the world and Pete Dunn got there, Finn Balor would change location, so to speak. So these guys never mm. really got to cross paths um, in all their years. So now it came to, you know, they're both in NXT. Now it's time for them to go face each other one-on-one for a championship. Finn Balor comes out on top. Now the main event segment that happened after the fact, man, this is something that I, I guess a lot of us have been waiting for, for Cole to be, who he is, you know, Adam Cole's yeah, baby yeah. face is okay, but Adam Cole as a heel is fucking yeah. perfect. There is no other way for Adam Cole to be but an egotistical asshole. And at this point, that's where he's going with it. Um, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are great teammates. 
but they are phenomenal adversaries. They create the best magic in the world when they are on opposite sides of the ring, in my opinion. That's one of my favorite feuds. Um, just like on the levels of uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn over the years that they've had. And you, you think of Fight Forever, I think of Fight Forever for these two as well. So I just want to see where it goes. Um, I really just want to hear finally what, what drove Adam to finally do this, to get to, to this point. And I'm just I'm just waiting to see where it goes, man. I I can't wait to see the match. Absolutely, it's it's gonna be very interesting. My question to you, JJ. Of course, I want to hear your thoughts on Balor versus Dunn. Just that alone, the main event. But do you think Cole versus O'Reilly will be the next iconic NXT feud? You know, Ness just named one with uh, Owens and Zayn. You had Sasha and Bailey. You got Ciampa and Gargano. Can the Mount Rushmore be complete with Cole versus O'Reilly? Very, very possible. I just, though, I feel that Kyle O'Reilly has a lot to live up to when it comes to the promos. Like, because Adam Cole is one of the best, and Adam Cole is going to cut some heat when he is ready because he is tired, tired of Kyle losing. Kyle is a fucking loser. He, he 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 he's the undisputed era was not made to be losers and Kyle is a loser. So Adam kicked off the dead weight. <laughs> he got rid of the dead weight. He's tired of it. He had two championship matches in a row and blew them both. Oh. When was the last time Adam Cole had two title matches and blew them both? Like what? Um, I'm just Super, okay, I, Super Tuesday last year. He had the Super fatal four way that went to a draw, and then he lost to Ballard. One on back to back weeks. Fatal four ways don't count. Fatal four ways don't count. You know, fatal four ways don't count. That's like losing in a six pack challenge. That shit does not count. That's some W. You just hit me with a WWE comeback. <laughs> like, but Adam Cole is tired of the dead weight. He is gonna be pissed off when he actually cuts Kyle O'Reilly's ass. And this is going to be a really good, this is going to be pretty damn good. And I love the timing of it because no, like it was just sudden as hell. It was sudden. Like everybody would have expected it to be after probably the second title match, like to maybe him cost him the gold. This should just like happened. It just happened. <laughs> like it just, oh, we're about, no, 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 this is not over. No, 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 this is not about a standing tall. This is about getting rid of you. Like I, I don't need you one. I don't need you with the era no more. It's over for you, son. It's over for Chrissy's internet. <laughs> oh, she just she just, got Ted, she just got Teddy Riley. Yeah, I did. We, I'm we, sorry. We, 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 you know, we did like uh, the elimination. Well, so actually, no, you got a key. You got that Keisha Cole internet. He <laughs> 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 was doing her Yo. best like, elimination chamber. Uh, oh, perfect. my God. One more question for JJ before we get Chrissy Love thoughts on the main event and the angle. Aldo Diaz asking the real questions in the comment section. He said, can we talk about the real story that no one is talking about? Why is JJ not drinking? It's, it's 10.14 in the morning. Yo, it's like 10 o'clock, and I have to be at work in like two hours. 
I mean, I, I, I get it. You know, look, look, look. I, saw, I said this shit as soon as the show started. Right. I'm breaking, I'm breaking character today. Fuck this. It's <laughs> 9 o'clock. It's happy hour somewhere, but not in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> happy hour. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. We got our boy, fifth generation Carney JY3. He says, it seems like UE had done everything they could do on NXT. So this has me more excited to watch NXT than I have been in a long time. I can't wait to see how this breaks down. Miss Chrissy mm-hmm. Love, I know you're a big UE fan. What are your thoughts on the the Cole heel turn? And do you think Undisputed Era is going to break up completely? Okay, so like you guys said, when he is a heel, he's a freaking phenomenal person. And he's going to give us some killer shit that's coming. However, I am not ready for them to break up. I am very sad. I hate I, the the main event was awesome. However, I hated that that happened at the end of the show. The show was great. Um, I I am not ready for this to talk about this. I'm I need Bobby Fish to come back. I need, I'm really in denial, and I don't want to talk about this because I don't like this at all. Um, it's very heartbreaking. And there you go. Oh my God, Chrissy! Chrissy Love yeah, got me. all emotional right there. Yeah, it was a great main event too, man. But you know, you know, you know, good things come to an end, though. <sighs> I know. Like, you know they you know, they don't least, like factions. Like they always got to do something to break yo, them shit up. Like at oh, least they not getting WWE. WWE. Nobody don't like that shit. Judah, nobody don't like them. At least they not getting WWE. You know, you know, they get sent to the main roster <laughs> and have and have eight man tags on on SmackDown with like Three, the every, Lucha every house, with like the Lucha House Party and, and and some some next shit like in the middle of the show that nobody cares yes. about. I I I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say the UE is not finished. I think that okay, I said this Thank on you, the. Friend. I said I this that. on the TakeOver Avengers Day Roundtable, but I'll say it here as well. I think that this was an angle to separate Kyle O'Reilly from the Undisputed Era because all three other guys in Undisputed Era make much better heels, while Kyle O'Reilly is a bit, ba- yeah, you're right. He's a baby face. Like, even yeah. as a heel, people enjoyed him being a heel so much that he got baby face type of reactions for the guitar riff, for his yeah. selling. For his facial expressions, for his humor, Kyle O'Reilly is consistent. He's consistently likable, regardless yeah. of where I've seen him in, whether Ring of Honor, PWG, and NXT. He's always been likable, and I think this is a move to separate them. But I would compare this heel turn most akin to Ciampa and Gargano, where Ciampa turned on Gargano. I knew the destination would be. Gargano getting a win over Ciampa for the NXT championship because the NXT gold is the biggest prize for an underdog like that. Kyle O'Reilly fits that mode of an underdog that Johnny Gargano has left behind with his heel turn. And the the end destination, I think, for this heel turn is Cole becoming the NXT champion for the second time and Kyle O'Reilly beating Adam Cole to become the NXT champion finally. And on it, and hopefully they save that as his third. So it's like mm-hmm. three times a charm. That would be really cool. But talking about the match before the heel turn, Nick Jackson says, been waiting for a match between Dunn and Balor. It was long overdue and such a great match. Pete Dunn is a huge star. As for after the match, it's about time. Their feud in ROH made me fans of them. Like Zayn Owens and Ciampa Gargano, best friends make bitter enemies. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
we all agreed there. But there was much more action on the NXT uh, TakeOver Vengeance Day card. We also had Io Shirai getting the victory over Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez in a triple threat match. We also had MSK defeating Grizzle Young Veterans in an absolute sensational tag team matchup. One of the best tag team matches from NXT in over a year uh, to win the men's Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. You also had Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai defeat Chassi Blackheart and Ember Moon to win the first ever woman's dusty road catching classic which was a match that definitely exceeded my expectations yeah in my opinion the match of the night was johnny gargano defeating Kashida to to successfully defend the nxc north american championship top guy jj i have to give you credit you called gargano beating Kashida. you were the only one that called that you were you were very you did very well on your predictions but most yes of- that one in particular, what was your thoughts on Kashida versus Gargano? You know, it's crazy to say that that match was actually even better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, mm-hmm. like to, to have such a high, a high um, expectation for that match, and it, it actually exceeded that. Yeah. Like, no, oh my God. I have never saw so many near cases in a match where Johnny Gargano was supposed to tap. Like, it, it was like, <laughs> holy shit, how did he survive? Like, no, oh. like, it, it that that was a masterpiece of a match, man. Like, those two got amazing in-ring chemistry. And the fact that Johnny Takeover came through one more time without the way, because that was the kind of the caveat that I thought that was going to happen, that he was going to defeat him with some help. But this was a straight one-on-one, one final beat mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. freaking on, on, on the ramp. And then another one in the ring, one, two, three in the middle. Like this, this was one of the best Johnny Gargano showings in a long time because this was a straight classic wrestling match and Johnny got the win in the cleanest, best way possible, solidifying his North American title run. I give it credit for a strong finish, but it felt a little bit off based on the buildup to the matchup that I would have actually preferred uh, the way being the reason that he got the victory because it not only would have protected Kashida, but it would have fit with the buildup to the matchup. But I understand, you know, Johnny Gargano looking good. This was the best selling Johnny Gargano has ever done. Like Johnny yeah. Gargano. The one criticism for his great matches, like the Cole uh, Gargano match and stuff like that, that series, is that towards the end, he gets a little finisher spammy and he starts to forget everything that built up to the finish, whatever body part his opponent was working over. This match, he did not. He sold that arm like he never sold anything before, and he did such a great job. Miss Chrissy Love, what was your thoughts on Raquel and Dakota winning the first ever Women's Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic? See, didn't I say they was going to win? And then I went and I changed the, my, my damn answer. I said they was going to win. Anyhow, but I thought the, the match was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to all four of those ladies for putting on a killer match. Um, it was it better than it, I thought it was going to be. Um, one of my matches of the night, for sure. Um, I was just excited to see just i think these girls like working together because you can see it when they're there they're, they have something and um i was very happy to see uh dakota like get some flowers now like it's the time for her to get a little bit more shine you know what i'm saying because she's a star 
and I am digging what's next for her. But I so enjoyed the girls' uh, Dusty Cup uh, final. Absolutely. Ness, I have to ask you, you are the representative of the pot heels on True Hill Heat 113. So I have to ask you about those marijuana smoking kids. Those smoking <laughs> kids. MSK defeating Grizzle Young Veterans to win the men's Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. I said it on our TakeOver Roundtable. MSK felt like the best baby the win, yeah. tag team. No, best baby face tag team NXT mm -hmm. has had since DIY five years ago. Oh, like, wow. Just felt, it felt earned, that victory. Mm -hmm. but what were your thoughts on the match and MSK getting the win for the Dusty Cup Nest? I can definitely agree with that because these guys, they just come in with that aura. You you know, you just said it, marijuana smoking kid who doesn't like smoking marijuana. So everybody could resonate with that as well. But the <laughs> match itself was just great. Uh, Grizzle Young Vets, they, I don't want to call them gatekeepers, but you got to go through them as being like one of the top heel tag teams in NXT, whether it's NXT mm -hmm. or NXT UK, because you get a win over them then you know that like you kind of solidified yourself and a baby face win like that definitely made great for MSK, not mm. only for just, you know, them versus Grizzly Young Vets, but it being the finals to the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classics for the men. So overall, I think it, it just, everything just panned out perfectly for them. And then just, I just want to see, you know, where it goes from here. Are they going to be going to, they're going to keep the momentum running with these guys, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, that's all I can hope at this point. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jinx them. Not gonna say anything that you know somebody in uh, management over in NXT <laughs> can say. Oh, hey, I like that idea. Let's use that. Don't listen. Don't listen. Don't listen. <laughs> don't listen. To that. Just, just keep it rolling. <sighs> keep an open mind, but keep it moving. <laughs> all right, but yeah. we got we to keep it moving on this edition of True Hill Heat. We got a couple more comments in the comment section over on Facebook. Negro Buck is busy. He's talking about the women's Dusty Cup. He said, it far exceeded my expectations. In my opinion, the best takeover opener since Riddle versus Roderick Strong. That was back Ooh. at takeover, takeover 25, two years ago. Raquel Gonzalez is simply amazing to watch. Yeah, Ra Raquel. I'm going to second that too, man. And I'm going to say, yo, chill with the Raquel Gonzalez baby face looking shit. Chill. Yeah. Chill. Raquel is an amazing heel woman. Chill with this whole playful shit back and forth. No, I honestly, that, that, I, honestly yeah. I liked her uh, on her promo against uh, against Naya. Naya, Naya. he no, no, that was great. She felt more confident, like the whole Chiquita, Chiquita, yes, man, yes, going yes. around <laughs> here. Like, I was like, I was like, that match, though, the match is I, like, yeah. I got baby face vibes out of them because it kind of felt that Shotzi and Ember were playing the heels yeah, for this week. And Raquel I got, got it, the yeah. hot tag during the yeah, match. Yeah, like, yeah. She got hot tags. I was like, what's with this baby face shit? <laughs> no, I think I honestly I honestly think that she's someone like like uh like a Braun Strowman in a way that you know yeah. they, they they of course we we enjoy them as a monster heel but they're so powerful and so in their in their strength 
and everything they do in the in the ring is so appealing that they're gonna become baby faces regardless. Exactly. And I think yeah. it already happened in NXT that yeah. they started building her up as a monster heel, but the way they've been booking her to be so powerful, be in Rhea Ripley, be in the baby face in that match with the hot tag that she has gotten over as a baby face. And being against Nia and Shayna, that was the one reason that I voted against my original pick for this tournament. That I was like, Nia and Shayna are so in depth as heels that Shotzi and Ember winning makes more sense because they're true baby faces. But now with this baby face turn, yeah. I like it. And I also like Dakota Kai on the mic as a baby face, still having that attitude that made her a heel. So all of that worked for me in my opinion. Facts. Yep. Fifth generation Carney says GYV will be fine. Keep the stick in Gibson's hand because that dude has promos for days. And we got a little bit of news in the comment section. Jason Michael Campbell, saying, speaking of NXT, over on NXT UK, Volta surpassed Pete Dunn as the longest reigning NXT UK champion. So congratulations to him. Yep, Definitely yep. love that comment about Zach mm -hmm. Gibson. Zach Gibson is a fucking star waiting to just get broken through. Like, <laughs> just that let man him out. spit flames on that 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 promo before the match too yo love he it he did gibson take your shoes off uh but we're <laughs> gonna talk about smackdown because this is a live edition of true hill heat so we got to talk about what happened on smackdown last night we had the rated r superstar and the 2021 men's royal rumble winner edge appear uh in a promo against roman reigns building up that little rivalry that's simmering as well as appearing on camera with pretty much all the participants in the SmackDown side of the Elimination Chamber. To end the night, he speared Jey Uso and then was speared by Roman Reigns after the six-man tag team matchup with Danny O'Brien, Cesaro, and Kevin Owens defeating Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and King Corbin. We also had Apollo Crews solidify his heel turn by attacking Shinsuke Nakamura after a loss to him. And then IC champion Big E with steel steps, dropping the steel steps on Big E from inside the ring. Alpha Academy of Otis and Chad Gable turned heel <laughs> by attacking Rey Mysterio. I don't know how much that made sense, but it right. uh, And Reginald, the great Reginald the Sommelier, one of one of my top five favorite characters in WWE right now. <laughs> I, I, will, I will give you my ranking real quick. It's Cameron Grimes, the GameStop investor, million dollar man. It is um, Roman Reigns, the tribal chief. Zaya Lee and her master that's a thousand years old. And then it is Reginald, the sommelier. Give him all the woman's gold. He pinned Nia Jax in the first pinfall loss for Nia Jax in almost six months. <laughs> uh, and in a six-person uh, tag team matchup as he teamed with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair to defeat Nia, Shayna, and Bailey, who wrestled in a turtleneck. Very impressive. And, and socks. <laughs> Ed Sox. So uh, I'll go to you, Miss Christy Love. What was your thoughts on Edge appearing on SmackDown? And have you been liking the stuff with him in our tribal chief? Yes, you have convinced me. You you play you played this thing in motion and it is it's, the ball is starting to roll. So I am liking this whole spear versus spear for WrestleMania thing gonna happen. It's going to be phenomenal. Um and then the whole back and forth with him and Paul Heyman was amazing. Um I am loving all of this. Uh, uh, shout out to Bailey for wrestling in socks, first of all. Like, come on. Like, uh, I think um, <laughs> Corey Graves said she wasn't even out here to even wrestle. She was doing her show. She's out here in socks, for goodness sakes. Um, but it was so, so good. Um, 
What was my question again now? <laughs> what was your <laughs> what's your thoughts on everything they were doing with Edge and Roman? Oh, okay. Yes, I, yes, I answered you it. Answered. Okay, great. Okay, you so there you go. You're, you're okay. fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, next, what was your thoughts on Apollo Crews solidifying his heel turn and attacking B Big E? In my opinion, this probably my second favorite uh feud on SmackDown. Yes. It's a it's about damn time. It's about damn time. They finally, you know, he was just the 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 smiling. Yeah, it, it wasn't working. It wasn't working for him for however many years. And he's years great. He's, he's so good. Yeah. He's oh good. yeah. He could, he's a phenomenal in ring talent. He just doesn't have that that personality yet. And yeah, I'm hoping yeah, that like, this gets to that point. Yeah. He, yeah I, he has I, to I'm, find it. He has to get that. Yeah. It. Once he gets that it, then he will be golden. Yeah. I think he, I think he's found it and just like yeah. that frustration. You even saw it with his promo before his matchup against Nakamura. He says that he comes from Nigerian royalty. So don't disrespect him the way Big E has been uh, disrespecting and telling him to go back to catering. But we got to <laughs> move on to Raw this week, which was honestly one of the better episodes of Raw in a very long time. One of the best go-home shows as one-third of the show was focused on the gauntlet to decide the final entrant in the Elimination Chamber with Sheamus getting the victory. But the gauntlet also featured a McIntyre versus AJ Styles banger of 20 mm. minutes of that gauntlet being devoted to those two in a great matchup. You also had The Miz remove himself from the Elimination Chamber and Kofi Kingston defeat him to take his place. And Lacey Evans announces oh that she is pregnant. Congratulations to Lacey Evans. Oh, my God. And in even bigger news, yes, what could be bigger than a pregnancy announcement? You know what's bigger. The new 24-7-7-11 European Emotional Intercontinental Champion of the World. AKA Bad Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Bad Bunny 24-7 champion. I what can't get his merch. This keeps being sold out. I'm so sad. What an eventful Monday Night Raw it was. Top Guy JJ, you always have something bad to say about Raw. <laughs> but what was your thoughts on this episode and the strongest go-home show in a quite some time? I guess. I guess. I mean, <laughs> yo, yo, I, when are they getting rid of this 24 7 title? Like, like, no, like, they like, can't get like, rid of like, it. like, it's so like, funny. No. no, it's not funny at all. Like, like, I, I try to, I'm trying to get with it, man. But yo, that is, it's our oh, truth what? being the 24 7 11, 24 48 European I 95. There you go. See, you want to, you want the same place, so stop acting like you're not there. All right, you know what? This was definitely one of the better roars. I mean, it was the more tolerable for three hours. Like, this is definitely a more <laughs> tolerable show what, because tolerable? of that. That gauntlet match was fucking awesome. Like that gauntlet match was like the 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 way that they remained just to not make Randy Orton look bad in a loss with this whole creepy shit. So he just doesn't take an L. Like he gets distracted into losing to keep him looking strong to make Sheamus relevant. 
to actually make it look like he actually is a dark horse, knowing that he ain't got a chance in hell at winning this match. But just right. to at least put the inkling in there just to make and Drew McIntyre went for a fucking hour. Like, 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 like he 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 was he looked exhausted, which rightfully so, because he put in work. He put in work, and I, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty, pretty strong show. I don't have much bad to say about Raw this week, you know. But you know, with the whole, I'm, I'm not gonna dip. I'm not gonna waste too much True Hill heat time on this lazy ass shit like that. That, like, like, come on, man. We're gonna say it's one of the strongest shows, and then we bring that shit up. <laughs> hey, it had a little bit of everything for every type of professional wrestling fan. If you like great wrestling, you're gonna like the gauntlet. If you like sports entertainment nonsense, you're gonna enjoy pregnant Lacey Evans with 74-year-old baby daddy Ric Flair. Right. Uh, I just I, I, I we're gonna talk about it more when we get to Elimination Chamber because that card is definitely in flux after uh this past week of yeah. uh, everything going mm-hmm. on in the news. But we got to also talk about Impact Wrestling No Surrender, which was the Impact Plus special uh, this past Saturday, February 13th. You had Rich Swan defeating Tommy Dreamer on his 50th birthday to successfully defend the Impact <laughs> After the match, Moose well, his birthday. Up. He turned 50. That's so not nice. Yes. He, well, he got a shot for his birthday. God damn. Like, I shoot. mean, you know, okay, go ahead. Whatever. Yeah, he got Bye. the shot. After the match, Moose laid out both men. The Good Brothers defeated Private Party and Beer Guns to defend the Impact uh, Tag Team Championships. And Josh Alexander won the Triple Threat Revolver to become number one contender for the X Division Championship. Ness, what was your thoughts on No Surrender? I know you couldn't be a part of the the, uh, Blunt Impact special on No Surrender, but what was your overall thoughts on the show? And what did you think of uh, Private Party's use on the show? I thought it was an overall solid show. I think everybody showed up and put on great performances. Um, private party being in the match, I kind of figured they weren't going to win. You know, it's, that, that <laughs> would course. that would yeah, that would just so to speak blow the load too quickly on the <laughs> uh, the impact slash AEW partnership. But if they can somehow keep that story rolling as well, keep like have them still showing up, that that's always going to be great. But yeah, I think it just would have been too early to like put the titles on them if they if they ever do. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna come anytime soon. But yeah, definitely some good action on this show, which flowed into Impact on Access TV this past week, which was another was another noteworthy show, weekly show uh, this past week, as you had Moose defeat Tommy Dreamer in an old school rules match in the main event. You also had TJP defeat Josh Alexander in a great opener to successfully defend the exhibition yeah. championship mm-hmm. and New Japan Pro Wrestling's Finn Juice debuted defeating Reno Scum and confronted the Good Brother or were confronted by the Good Brothers the Impact Tag Team Champions. And that flows naturally into our top news story for this week for True Hill Heat 113 which is all about the potential three-way partnership of AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Impact Wrestling. There is a lot 
to uh, digest and unwrap from this one. But it was announced at No Surrender that New Japan Pro Wrestling's Thin Juice will be debuting for the company this past uh, this past Tuesday. PW Insider then reported that this was months in the way in the making, with uh, Impact VP Scott Demore and Don Callis traveling to Japan last summer to apologize to the New Japan Pro Wrestling locker room and officials for the past uh, bad feelings and decision and issues between the two companies. This will be a part of a talent exchange to help push both uh, promotions. This follows New Japan Pro Wrestling getting a deal on Roku Channel, which we talked about on True Hill Heat the last couple of episodes, to televise in the US, Canada, and UK. Dave Meltzer reported that New Japan Pro Wrestling actually negotiated with Access TV, which owns Impact Wrestling, as as well as ESPN and Vice for TV deals, mm. but no real money was involved. This also follows the forbidden door opening between AEW and New Japan, with Kenta appearing on Dynamite uh, over the last couple of weeks, and John Moxley scheduled to wrestle Kenta on the February 26th New Japan Strong New Beginning in USA event. However, there can get no love nowhere. <laughs> Too busy. <laughs> you got Omega on one side, and he on the other side. <laughs> Moxie's gonna be a busy man for the yeah. next couple of weeks for sure. Uh, that also there was a report from Dave Meltzer that Kazuka Okada is confirmed to be coming over to the United States. He couldn't confirm whether that will be a part of AEW or Impact Wrestling, but the Ringmaker will be appearing for one of those promotions. However, there has been a snag between AEW and Impact as the first talent has caused issues. Dave Meltzer reports that Chris Jericho came up with an idea to have Sammy Guevara appear for Impact Wrestling as part of him leaving the Inner Circle faction. Uh, Slam Wrestling then reported that Tony Khan negotiated the deal and Impact officials worked out creative for him. Sammy Guevara was scheduled to travel to Nashville last week for the tapings uh, for Impact Wrestling a few days before the taping, but decided to fly out the day of the tapings. He also called Impact officials about creative and showed concern slash unhappiness over how he was being used, uh, the creative plans were. Uh, Khan decided to pull Guevara from the Impact taping due to those concerns about the creative issues, uh, with Chris Jericho calling Don Callis to have Sammy fly back out of Nashville when he arrived. Veltzer later reported that the plan for Guevara was then was uh, then used for Black Toros, who was uh, who has joined the Decay faction. So a lot of news to unwrap there. But first, we got to talk about this potential three-way deal or partnership or crossover between AEW, Impact Wrestling, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ness. What are your thoughts on the the potential three-way relationship between those three promotions? And what do you think each promotion gets out of that deal? I fucking love it, man. Bring it on. I've been I've been waiting for this since the, the, the announcement of AEW. You know, then then impact comes into the, the fold and you know, New Japan, they're just my favorite company overall. So it it works out, in my opinion, it works out for everybody. I know people saying, oh, this company doesn't need the other two or, you know, they're not going to get anything out of it. This works out great for everybody. Um, Impact's viewership was up again this week, apparently. Uh, New Japan gets more eyes from American viewers, uh, not just the hardcore uh, 
hardcore fans, but now they get like somewhat of more of a mainstream with AEW being, being more so mainstream promotion. And AEW gets, we get these dream matches, you know, dream matches, dream rematches. It works out great for everybody. So I can't really see, a, you know, aside from the Sammy Guevara situation, unless it's actually the talent having and causing issues. Outside of that, I don't see a downside to this at all. Absolutely. Miss Chrissy Love, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the three-way deal between AEW, New Japan, and Impact Wrestling? And what would be one match you would like to see the most for us with th- with all three promotions involved? Oh my God! Okay, well, first one in uh, words of uh, the legend uh, Jerry Maguire: Show me the money, because that's all what they're gonna be doing is showing you. I need the coins. Like if I could have like money falling for right now, or like you know, like with a little gun. Like, that would be great, because that's exactly what all three of those friends is going to get, the money, um, with all this whole thing. Um, but, okay, so, match between three, who? Is any kind of match? Any kind of match. Just kind of, you can use two of the promotions, you can use all three, but what match do you most want to see out of this potential crossover between the three promotions? Ooh, Okay. Damn, this is hard because I don't know all of the people on the impact, but I know their faces. So I'll, I'll give you I'll give you time to think about it because I want to yes. give a quick reminder to the folks watching on Facebook. Thank you so much. This is a, a, a rare occasion. We are live on Facebook for True Hill Heat 113. We got double digits watching at this point, but I only see four reactions. So drop us a like. Drop us a laugh emoji, a heart, whatever. Dropping those expressions on Facebook will allow others to it pop up on their news feed. So help us out. Tag a friend on this video or share this video in any of your favorite wrestling groups because it helps us get more engagement and get more eyes on this live stream for True Heel Heat 113. So I gave that little plug right there, Miss Christy Love, to give you time to think about the question. So what is the match you most want to see? New Japan, AEW, and Impact. Okay, so my boo that I've been rocking with on New Japan is that um that is uh Okada, right? No, your boo yeah. is your bushi, I thought. Abushi, yes, Abushi. Yeah, he's one of the boy band boys. Um <laughs> oh, so I have Abushi versus Sammy Guevara versus um What's the champion on uh, Impact right now? What's his, what's that man name? Rich Swan. There you go. Okay, that's a nice. And make it a, and make it a nice, make it like a, a false count anywhere cage type match. Okay, all right. This is also a reminder to all you folks watching over on YouTube. Drop us a like. You can share this video on any social media platform. Let's get a whole bunch of eyes on True Hill Heat 113. Thank you so much for watching so far. And keep commenting in the live chat as well as on Facebook so we can show up your comments. You could be a part of the show. We got John Elite in the comments saying, take my money with this sponsorship, baby. Yeah, man. We got the uh, Aldo Diaz and a Sammy Guevara THP, uh, TJP match on Impact would be dope. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the Negro Buck says, just give me more Okada versus Omega. I agree. And that I need more matches between the Young Bucks and the Motor City Machine Guns once oh. Ali makes his way back to Impact Wrestling. Absolutely. I would love to see that for sure. Top guy, JJ. <laughs> 
always dropping the gems. I Top know. Guy, <laughs> Top guy JJ, do you believe there should be a super show of some kind between these three promotions? Oof. Um, you can't go wrong. You can never go wrong with a with a joint super show because I mean it's just one of those things that you just hope they get the card right. But there's literally there's nothing. There's nothing negative at all to say about this. Sammy Guevara, get the fuck on board. <laughs> like, 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 what the fuck? It always won that one bad seed that can make it bad for everybody else. Just get the fuck on board. But um, other than that, like, other than, you know, there's nothing negative that can come out of basically seeing a potential G.O.D. versus Young Bucks. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with this picture mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Give me Will Ospreay versus Rich, Rich Swan. Like, don't, where am I going wrong here? Like, give me motherfucking, give, give me Okada versus John Moxley. Like, like, get, like, I'm with the shits. Just, just. Just like, do it. There's just so many, like, yo, you can spin your head on how many pairings you can get, and it's like dream scenarios. And obviously, it's just one of those things that just like how we ex- had the lovely opportunity to experience the G1 Supercard and to be able to see promotions come together like that and the super shows and a joint program. It's just like a dream come true potentially for a wrestling fan that you wish you could attend. Absolutely. But, you know, talking about what you touched on with Sammy Guevara, Ness, what's your thoughts on Sammy causing a little bit of issues between Impact and AEW? And do you think um, since Black Torres has been asserted into decay, if that was potentially the creative plan for Sammy Guevara, do you think he was right to turn it down? Uh, I I gotta play devil's advocate for him in that situation <laughs> because if they put him, that's not his character. He's yeah. nothing like the Decay. Uh, Black Taurus, it definitely fits him better. Um, yes, I really can't. I all right. So the way he went about it kind of was wrong. Like I can, we can express our differences and you know say that hey, I don't think this is a good idea. I think where he went wrong was <laughs> taking their idea and say, hey, I'm, I don't like this. Here's my idea. And then giving them something equally ridiculous to work with. So that's where the rift comes in. And that was the problem. If he would have just said, look, guys, I don't think this makes sense. That's not my, like my character. I don't think that really mm-hmm. would work for mm-hmm. me, who I am. Go all good and well. But then, you know, from again, like how reports are saying, I, I believe he wanted to win the, the X Division title and then not defend it. Like, so what's the point of taking one of their prominent titles and then just using Making that as a prop? Yeah, exactly. So that doesn't work out for nobody at all. So um, I just hope that it was just a, a rookie mistake, so to speak. And obviously, I, they, that's not going to be a, a big issue. They're going to look past it They can just keep working. I just hope that that would be a little bump in the road that everybody's going to forget about within the next couple of weeks. But yes, and you gotta you you can't be doing that type of shit, man. That was that was just bad. That was a bad idea. (laughs) Basically, we're just telling Sammy Guevara, get your shit together and don't mess it up for us fans. Basically, I think that's yo. There there are bad ideas out there. There are bad ideas out there. But literally, yo, just take it. Yo, this is a chance for promotions to get together. Just meet the minds together. And yes, you came up with a shit idea, just as they came with a shit idea. All right, 
two shits don't make it right. Two right. shits don't make it right. So now let's actually have a real meeting mm-hmm. and discuss what we can potentially do that would make sense for all parties involved. Like, you're not going to take, as a company, you're not going to take one of my titles and make it completely irrelevant. That's just fucking yep. dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're not going to turn me into some character that I don't even probably even know how to portray. <laughs> so, like, like you're, you're basically just throwing two shitball ideas and hope yeah. something sticks. And that's just, all right, let's get back to the drawing board. Your whole company, your entire organization, they could take two, they could take them off TV for three weeks, four weeks mm-hmm. and come up with something proper. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you got you make all get make great points about this whole deal. Hopefully, they can get it all together and we can get something big that fans will definitely enjoy in the long run because that's what it's all about. It's all about pleasing the the fans out there. We got in the comments over on YouTube, CM. He turned it down because he'd never defend it and drop it. So yeah, that was going into the point uh, made by uh, Ness here. We also have John Elite over on uh, YouTube saying that he most wants to see Omega versus Rich Juan versus Kota Ibushi. Winner takes Whoa. all. Uh, Fifth generation Carney saying good on Sammy. I think this ish got blown out of proportion. I, I think I think that is a good point to also mention that maybe it did get a little bit blown out of proportion. Sammy did allude to that on his vlog this week, uh, being out in the snow and saying mm. that he was cold. And he was like, but the internet says I have so much heat, but I'm so cold. So I I, I like him playing along with the with the reports, playing into it in that way. That is always fun. But before we get into the rest of the news, I forgot we we forgot one show, ladies and gentlemen, one show that we didn't get to talk about from our what we miss, and that was this past Monday's AEW Women's World Title Eliminator Japanese mm. side with mm-hmm. Yuka Sakazaki, Emi Sakura, Rio, uh, Rio, uh, and Aja Khan moving on. But I don't know if you guys saw it. But I just saw probably the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Yes, I am talking about Maki Ito. Maki <laughs> Ito is the greatest thing ever. She is a former uh, idol out in Japan. Used to be a pop singer, a part of this whole like Japanese girl pop group. And then she became a professional wrestler. And uh, she she barely gets any victories, but she has the greatest re- entrance ever, where she's singing a song and doing a whole bunch of dance moves like a pop singer <laughs> is. And then and then she cried in her match. She her head her head is indestructible. She has like a Samoan person's head. But great stuff for her. The best match on the show was Venny versus Emi Sakura. Venny is a transsexual, a transgendered uh, professional wrestler, as known as Asuka over in Japan. But this is this exposure for Tokyo Joshi Pro was great stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually just watched a whole video of Maki Ito's career because of this. So it's exposing even me, someone that watches a whole bunch of wrestling, wrestling. to wrestling that I haven't even been exposed to. But uh, Nest, were you able to catch the world title? Eliminator, I seen like highlights. Um, all the ladies they definitely put it in work, man. I I wish that we didn't have you know the travel ban and everything going on in the world. I would love for them to pop <sighs> up on dynamite or, or even dark at some point, man. Like, I just ah, what's what, what even have the tournament is good on that? No, side yeah, that, oh, yeah, definitely. No? And it creates more content for them for YouTube as well. So, right. hey, that's always a plus. 
Yeah, I think they they can figure it out some way, but they need to bring a couple of these girls over oh, to yeah. the U.S., especially Maki Ito, Maki Ito, all day, <laughs> Maki Ito. But we got to get through the rest of the news, WWE news. We had Wrestle Votes this week. They had another tweet talking about WrestleMania plans, and they tweeted out conversation with a source recently stated that the latest WrestleMania creative meeting had Edge versus Reigns, Belair versus Banks, Orton versus Wyatt, uh, Bad Bunny tag team match on the books with nearly everything else open, including the WWE title matchup, same source stress. Nothing is set in stone, however. What are your thoughts on those potential matches for WrestleMania, especially the Bad Bunny tag? Because that's the real main event, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Miss Chrissy Love, what's your thoughts? Um, it's not sounding bad so far. Um, we already know two of the matches off right now, anyway. Well, three. <laughs> we already know three of them for sure is going to happen. Um so, I mean, it, it, it can be a solid, that can be uh, two main events for one of each night. I'm telling, I keep telling you SmackDown is going to close out each night. It's going to happen. I think, I think SmackDown will be the brand for WrestleMania this, this year. Um, and they're going to close out each night I, for sure. Um, it's, no, it's nothing. Bad Bunny and uh, uh, Damian Priest, uh, they're, they're pro- most likely will probably be the first night. Which will be cool, but um, let's just get the ball let's rolling, get, get these the stories going, going, so we can get this build up happening. It's almost it's going to be uh, marching for you to th- in a week and a half. We got to get these balls rolling. Close. Hello, getting pretty close. WrestleMania cool. is really, really around the corner. Seriously, it's like we're right. counting it down now. I think we're like 50 days or so away. So, yes, it's very, very close. A report from Fightful uh, reports that Vince McMahon is uh, officially uh, down on Keith Lee. This is uh, the same report that we've heard from <sighs> others in the past, like Andrade, Cien Almas, as well as Alistair Blacks. But uh, it will it would explain how Keith Lee has been used has over just- the last, last couple of months and why he was sent to the PC to improve his work. He didn't need to go. Oh, fucking Christ. He didn't need to. I think I think it's because he's a big guy and he moves like a smaller guy. And Vince doesn't like that type of shit. You're a big guy. You need to be like the prototypical big guy. No, so. he doesn't have to do that. Like, oh, he no, was, no like, he doesn't. I agree. But that's, that's Vince. Just like, Vince is just so like he's just sees like he doesn't see like this way that like he doesn't see what's going around him. He just sees straight. And it's just like stupidness that's just happening in his damn man. Like you took him off something that he was golden on and you put him over here. And now you don't like him? Like, fuck you, dude. Like, you're retarded. Like, go sit down somewhere. Yo, this uh, is proof in the pudding that Vince doesn't watch uh, NXT, bro. He does not watch the shit. Like, he, oh my God. <laughs> he, like, took, that's just so he took their annoying. double champion and made him completely irrelevant. Within like, like the a week. first double champion in their brand's history, and he is a footnote. In a storyline of nothing, of obscurity, he is literally. I, I, yo, I'm telling you, man. Like, yo, yo, that's I'm, I'm so hard on Raw for that particular reason. Like, they wasted a superstar. Wasted a superstar. Just wasted. Just waste. Down, down on him for what? Like, like, what the fuck did he do? Nothing. (laughs) 
He capitulated to your change of music, to your change of clothes, to, to your stupid-looking entrance. Your oh, because it didn't look good on Raw. No, it didn't look good at all. Good on Raw. No, like it, it's just it's embarrassing to see that. Yo, literally, like that, and not and kind of going off key a little bit. That's why I absolutely love that rant that Draymond Green had went on. Is like there's just no respect sometimes for the athlete that puts in the work. Like, you took away his craft and you try to make him something different, but it's not the, not the company's fault. It's his fault. Right. We're down I on you go because... I gotta go to PC for that foolishness. You gotta go... You gotta go... You gotta go and, uh, and improve your performance because of what we projected on you didn't look good. Like, what the fuck? That's his we fault? Ba we basked in his glory for a reason and, and then you fucking took it away. Completely. Seems about right to me. Um, but more WWE news. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, Kyrie Sane would, did not get approval from WWE to appear at Stardom's 10th anniversary. Of course, uh, Kyrie Sane is an independent contractor and just a Japanese ambassador uh, over in Japan right now after she recently got married last year. But apparently... They did not want to give her permission to appear for stardom wrestling. And, you know, that's, that's, you know, it's always, it's, yeah, I'm about to say they, they such fuck boys when it comes down to shit like that, you know? Damn, Chrissy. Yeah, you're, you're, you're really, you, you, I felt that passion there, just calling them. I mean, cause boys. it's, cause, it, yeah, there's, they're straight fuck boys all the time. Morning so, time is over, baby. <laughs> absolutely. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter also reports uh, that tomorrow's blood sport, uh, well, today's actually, tonight's blood sports event may end up being the last independent show for Davey Boy Smith Jr. as he is expected uh, to return to WWE. Uh, he's shown a lot of desire in the last couple of months to uh, go to WWE. So that would be huge news. His uh, sister, Georgia Smith, was actually over on the Wrestling Travel Podcast, which I'm also a featured host on. And uh, she has also applied to become a digital on-air talent for WWE. So it seems like the Smith family is getting more involved with the Icon series about to come out for British I'm about to say, I'm about to say they, about the, uh, the episode about his dad, their dad, probably. Plays into each other. Uh, our boy. Alex McCarthy of Talk Sports reported this week that Millie McKenzie has signed with WWE and will be appearing on NXT UK. This marks uh, another report from FIFA that WWE has signed over 20 new signings uh, as, as of this month alone in February, including uh, Taya Valkyrie, who was confirmed over the week, yeah, uh -huh. uh, Eli Drake. Who is the new LA Knight over on uh, NXT? <laughs> Harlem Let Bovada. me talk to you. <laughs> Harlem Bravado. <laughs> Harlem Bravado is also signed this week. So WWE on its latest signing spree, it seems, uh, over the over the past month. Fightful Select also reports that this year's Royal Rumble surprises, which included Carlito and Victoria, among others, were not as closely guarded as they had been in previous years. In the past, surprises has been at various points kept on buses away from everyone, but this was was a lot more open than in years past, which of course had to do a lot with the whole with COVID. COVID. Mm -hmm. But you know, also worth noting. 
Uh, WrestleVotes also reported that there is some unhappiness in WWE behind the scenes. They says they just got a test from a, sor a source in St. Pete. Uh, the unhappiness and straight up anger backstage is at an all time high level. Everyone from the boys to the road crew are pissed off and not a good look. Uh, they also, yeah, so that that's a, a, a glaring report from WWE who had been, uh, you know, improvement in their uh, morale behind the scenes, but apparently it's back to a state of flux, it seems. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that and uh, everything else going on in WWE? So there's the reports of this anger is apparent because they're not getting raises for the year. Yeah, they're not getting raises or promotions. I'm gonna be pissed the fuck off too, because you know why? Because these son of a bitches just got a one billion dollar deal from a streaming network and just got all of this free money, but all of the ones that is putting this content on there ain't getting shit. <laughs> We're not it's getting it. Like, so I'm I'm the reason your shit has a fucking catalog, but I am not getting even a two percent, three, four, five percent raise when I'm and making the shit for I'm making the shit for your streaming service, and y'all made record profits off of it. So wait, 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 where's the money going? Let's mm -hmm. talk about <laughs> where's the yo, where is it going? To Vince and Linda. Oh. <laughs> into, into, into the kids, into Shane's kids. James and the grandkids, yes. Uh Stephanie and Triple H's yo. children and Shane's children. All the grandkids are going to get this stuff. You're right, yeah. Right, how the fuck how the fuck can you not be pissed off? Like, how could you not be? Yo, you're seeing all of this influx of money coming in. And, 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 and what? And mind you, they're working through a pandemic. You're, 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 you're giving, you're not doing all of the COVID shit. I've, pro I've probably one of the persons that got COVID from it or whatever, like trying to stay clear of it because you're straight fuck boys and you don't do the um, proper testing and whatnot. So it's just like, give me something like, okay, I'll take some days off. Like, give me a, a extra vacation days if you're not going to fucking pay me. Like, Oh, they'll give you some days off, all right. You know what you're right. <laughs> yo, it's like, yo, they could be literally the gold standard of literally why you want to work in the wrestling business. And they True. just they just spit on that theory yeah. time and time and time and time again. Yeah. Like it's just it gets to the point where it's not surprising, but this one is a bit surprising because for you to make so much fucking money in a year and make so much profits and then not pay your talent. Extra, like, yo, yo, they are they worked through the pandemic for y'all. Yes, they worked through it while other other sports, the major sports, all took months Most upon off. months off. Yep. They didn't even take a single fucking week off. But y'all are gonna sit there and say, Oh, how but yo, just help me understand. Was there a reason for them what? not paying for this for, for them for them not getting increases? Was there a reason for it? I don't. I don't think they're ever gonna report it. How can you not be pissed off? Yeah. Like you, don't, yo, you don't even know why. Like they're gonna. Oh, how, what? They, I dare you they say? Oh, we're struggling financially. They're, they're not struggling financially. They can't say that. <laughs> like oh. um, I see the news too, bitch. Like you just got a billion dollars of free money. Like I, 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 I'm not blind. I'm not stupid or blind. But I bust my ass for you every single week. Yeah. 
Let's not forget yeah, that they took away the third-party streaming from them as well. So whatever extra money they could oh, have yeah, gotten. Oh, yeah, they took all the Twitch announcements. <laughs> they can't even do that now. Oh. Can't, you can't That's even outsource. You can't even outsource. <laughs> it's, either yeah, think, the, it's either pick the outsource or, or, or my contract. That's, I think that's, that's the a, bigger thing. More than not yeah. getting promotions, you're taking more money I can get on my own. So we got in the comment section, John and Lee talking about Maki Ito. Phenomenal in our match. He also asks, did they say if Orton Bray is a Firefly Funhouse match? That has been the report previously by Wrestling Observer uh, Newsletter as well as uh, PW oh, Insider. The second year in a row for the Firefly Funhouse type shit. Most okay, likely. that should be fun. Most likely. Best part of it tonight, WrestleMania, which I was never for, but I love it starting on Saturday. Oh, okay. Um, I don't understand that one, but hey, J- JMC. JMC is back with us. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm all I'm all for the positivity comments, man. Yes. <laughs> uh, fifth generation Carney says, I heard that Vince doesn't uh like him on the mic, talking about uh Keith Lee with our previous report. He also uh, had a comment here saying, "What about what about those WWE bonuses? Because you know why? Uh, because our stocks did not make the fourth quarter projection. Here's three thousand in stocks. <laughs> yes, they are paying out like stock revenue for uh, people as like a a supplement for like a promotion or." Re- bonus to them uh we have i am mikey mike ashman why would anyone want to sign over to the wwe during this time to sit uh, yeah. uh the rich man greed taking over folks social media the talent need to rebel or vince gonna continue to eat off everyone's plate this is how it's been for years and this yeah, is- this is people's dream, regardless of how the WWE now is. That's like the, that's like the pinnacle. That's like whatever you can say, whatever you want to say about it. Unfortunately, that is the top tier. That's well, that's where people want to, want and always will want to go because that's yeah. the top brand. They are the elite. These Yo, other every, companies every... are trying to be that elite. They've been around yeah. for so many years for a reason. And he has the formula. It's he's losing the chemicals in that formula right now, though, because it's so much things that he's doing that's like fucking shit over. Where the brand is not really being portrayed to us like we used to have it. Yeah. So right now, that is still the pinnacle. Whatever you can't, however, what is being given to us, it's still the top of the. This is the elite of the elites. You want to be a wrestler? You want to go somewhere? You get to you put that on your resume. You've made it. Yeah, me and uh, Alex McCarthy talked about it on uh, Wrestling Daily, yeah. and he said that WWE, even with the all these new promotions, and you know, New Japan is huge in Japan, right? But WWE is five times bigger as far as like revenue and size than every other promotion in professional wrestling. Like yeah, they broadcasting like. Countries all over the world, like they're they're in. Yeah, to, to to stick to this comment right here, like the, everything about this is right, but this is not possible to be done because of this is everyone's aspiration, as you guys are just pointing on. Like you, right. you can't take away the aspiration by going on, like you go on strike when you have like there's literally got to be from the top 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 tier guys on like you're not going to be just making it to the company talking about ongoing mm-hmm. strike 
they're not mm-hmm. gonna give a fuck about you. <laughs> like, like they're just gonna basically what they just did is just sign twenty two other cats just to, and you're just gonna to be replace you. Uh-huh. So you if go. it ain't if it ain't the top top dogs, like literally in correlation, like literally say Roman Reigns, Edge, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, all like at the same time, just say yo, I ain't going to work. Like the whole crew ain't going to work. That needs like at least seven, like sixty-five to seventy talent to be on the same page. And this day and age, you got families to feed, man. And we still in yeah. a pandemic. That shit ain't yeah. happening. It's yeah. just not happening. Like the mm-hmm. comment is all factual, but it's just not gonna happen. Yep. Yes, and we also got our boy John Scott, our former guest host on True Hill Heat, as well as my co-host on Powered Four SP3. He says, "I take the money." John, sell out Scott, his new gimmick. So he's, <laughs> he's, he's taking the money from WWE. He doesn't know about all of you guys, but he's taking That's it. That's what I'm and, saying. He's, he's already one of the 65 that don't agree. <laughs> and, and according to uh, final news note from, uh, from the Wrestling Observer, we have a report that Bo Dallas and Liv Morgan have opened up their own business together, a family real estate business, uh, to prepare themselves for life after wrestling. Because Bo That's Dallas, beautiful. Bo Dallas has been asked about a lot, and Dave Meltzer also reports that Bo Dallas is basically sitting at home and getting paid by WWE because he is still under contract, but creative had nothing for him. That they didn't have nothing for him before either. Yeah, they made that B team shit up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got AEW news February 28th, BR Live. They're gonna do the semifinal match for the AEW women's world title eliminator between Thunder Rosa versus Riho. This is a huge opportunity wow. for no, not not even on BR Live on Bleacher Report app. So that's actually more what? more availability. It's gonna be available for free on the Bleacher Report app. So more people will have access to see that. But big exposure for the women's division. Like we saw when we were talking about Dynamite, they've done a great job of once again, like throwing some fire. And the women's division feels more excited than it's been in weeks. On next week's Dynamite, though, uh, they're going to be building up the Face of the Revolution ladder match which is going to feature Scorpio Sky, Cody Rhodes, and Pentagon Jr. And they're going to have a qualifying match between former tag team partners, Lance Archer and Ray Phoenix, which is a nice a nice mix of styles there, but should be very, very uh, interesting for sure. We have New Japan Pro Wrestling News. They announced changes to the road to Castle Attack. And uh, I also announced that Tensuya Naito is out with a knee injury and would not be able to compete on the road to uh, Castle Attack. So he will be appearing at Castle Attack on February 28th to verse Kota Ibushi for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. But apparently uh, the the injury to his knee is keeping him out of action on the uh, the road two shows, but we hope he has a speedy recovery and gets back in time for Castle Attack. Impact Wrestling News, the Wrestling Observer reports that during the most recent tapings for Impact Wrestling, a match between Impact Wrestling World Champion Rich Swan and TNA World Champion Moose was taped with both titles on the line. Uh, this is a spoiler. So, ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook and Uh-oh. YouTube, you can fast forward, skip ahead, or pause it. Pause <laughs> it. If you're on the live feed, pause it for like five, ten seconds. 
because I'm going to spoil the winner. The winner, reportedly, and this is going to be for the Sacrifice event, the next Impact Plus event on March 13th, Rich Swan got the victory and is the TNA and really? Impact Wrestling World Champion. And now the report is saying that it's setting up Omega versus Swan uh, with the TNA and Impact World titles as well online. as the line. AEW World titles on the line. That, like winner I said, take all. Winner take all. And the March 13th uh, Sacrifice event is the last Impact Plus event before Rebellion, which is their next pay-per-view. So that is a uh, very good wow. time. As far as uh, AE, uh, as far as AEW and Impact Wrestling is concerned, uh, and then our final news note: we got the Young Rock debuted this past week on NBC, and it did huge, huge ratings. Five million people viewed uh, the debut of Young Rock. It was the third highest viewership on network television, behind a NCIS rerun and This Is Us. So Young Rock. Oh, that's my show right there now. See, you know. <laughs> uh, so Young Rock performing well on his first week. So uh, I, maybe, possibly, if we have good numbers for this live stream, maybe I'll do a whole review video on Young Rock's debut episode. Maybe I'll oh. do it just for you guys. Just for you. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving to the people. But keep commenting in the live chat as well as on Facebook. We love the interaction and engagement on these True Hill Heat uh, podcasts. But we're on to our final segment, JJ, Ness, Miss Chrissy Love. And that is previewing tomorrow's WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view 2021 edition there are five matches on the card if you want a complete preview and prediction you can also go over to sports keto wrestling uh youtube channel and my video with joe hilbert of fightful wrestling uh we talked about the entire elimination chamber card all the possible scenarios for each and every match even the match that got scrapped which we'll talk about first. It was supposed to be for the Raw Women's Championship. It was supposed to be Asuka defending against Lacey Evans. As we know, as we talked about earlier in the show, Lacey Evans announced that she is pregnant. So she can no longer be in the matchup. So this match has officially been, been removed from the Elimination Chamber card. So it looks like we are not going to be having a Raw Women's Championship match. But I do want predictions as far as the Raw Women's Championship from you guys. What do you think is going to be the matchup for the Raw Women's Championship by the time we get to WrestleMania? Ooh. Let's start with you, Ness. What do you think is going to be the Raw Women's Championship matchup for WrestleMania? Charlotte. <laughs> going to be in there somehow. It's going to be Charlotte. Probably Oscar versus Charlotte, or even they might throw a curveball and give us that match on episode of Raw, and somehow Charlotte wins that. So Charlotte's going to be involved in it somehow. So what you're saying is, regardless of whatever happens, it's going to be Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Charlotte wins, LOL. Uh, JJ, what about you? What's your Raw Women's Championship match? Uh, Charlotte, of course. Like, I mean, this is there's no one. Yo, this is a, one of them rare times where there's not a single other female on the Raw roster that is primed for a title shot. Like, no so who, one. Who, like, what's the match? Is it Charlotte versus Oscar? Yeah. Oh, Charlotte Flair versus Oscar, of course. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I, it, it, literally, there's no other match that even makes sense on Raw right now. Like, none yeah. even, none even makes sense. It has to be Charlotte versus Oscar. Chrissy. 
we can have Charlotte versus Rhea for a rematch, even though she probably lose again. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. If Charlotte is going to be the winner, this is clearly like she does. She's not face like she doesn't need to face Oscar. She'll probably win it on Raw, but someone is going to come and be like, hey, remember me? Hello. It's just it's coming. It's coming, guys. Come on. We don't. We know I think this. Charlotte versus Rhea is going to happen after WrestleMania. That could be it too. Okay. They may, be, they may be holding off Rhea to to debut after WrestleMania. That could oh, the be debut it. after WrestleMania. That could be it. You know what? Okay. Huh. We, we got a good one from uh, John Scott here. He says Charlotte versus Rick. That's to, funny. To, to be the man, you got to beat your dad. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. You know what? You know hilarious. what? Go ahead. As, as bad as Raw's been, go ahead. <laughs> But that takes us into the real preview for the matches that have been announced. Like I said, there are five matches on the card as of right now. We're going to start from the bottom, work our way to the top. WWE, women's tag team titles are on the line. You have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Bianca Belair, of course, the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble winner. Uh, she has not decided who she's versing yet. It has been teases to the SmackDown Women's Champion Asuka. I mean, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks being her opponent for WrestleMania. But Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler have kind of been inserted here, kind of interrupting them. They did get the victory over Nia, Shayna, and Bailey, along with Reginald on this past week's SmackDown to set this up. But who wins? Nia and Shayna versus Bianca and Sasha. Let's start with Miss Chrissy I am going to go with, I want to say it's going to be Bianca and Sasha. I'll go with them. Picking up the big win. Okay. JJ? Yeah. Um, Sasha and Nia apparently has a defense in a couple weeks against Raquel and, and, and oh, Dakota yeah. Kai, I, right? Yeah. So okay. they gotta they gotta they gotta successfully defend the belts tomorrow. <laughs> to yeah, get there. right. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot so, all about my You that, know, it's just WWE day, you know? booking just don't know how to do shit in a timely manner. So right, you know exactly. This exactly. is just basically just 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 make these Dumb. two interact with each other. They're gonna lose, and this is gonna start their rivalry towards WrestleMania to the match that we know is coming. True. Next. Yeah, Shayna and I are retaining. Shayna and Naya to retain. I'm going to agree with uh, you and JJ. Shayna and Naya retain here. But I think we may potentially, this may be the night we get the Sasha Banks heel turn. Because if you saw SmackDown and you yeah. saw her promo, there's nothing yeah. about her that says babyface right now. Yep. Nothing. For sure. Good. Especially not that, not this. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid ass laugh. I hated so much. <laughs> so much. Sasha's not a baby face, bro. She's just not. She's just born to be a heel, man. That laugh is horrible. WWE United States Championship is on the line right now. It is scheduled as a triple threat match. Bobby Lashley will defend against Riddle and Keith Lee. Keith Lee is questionable. He has been out. We did know that Mia Yim uh, did uh, did make public that she tested positive for COVID nineteen. He does live with us. Live with uh, Mia Yim. You know, congratulations to them. They got a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. They are, they yes. are now fiancés. I was to say, at least something good is happening for Keith Lee. At least something right. good, you know. There well, is for that. her, too, because she's in that cr- trash-ass group, too. But, you know, that's another thing. 
there is that. She's not even on. She's not even out there weekly with them anymore. Well, she got sick. She got positive for COVID. No, I, she's not gonna. I bet you, even when she comes back, she ain't gonna be out there with them. No, she will. She will. If she want that main roster check, she will. Uh, but yeah. Who do you, who do you have? How much really? is it though? Huh? How much is her main roster check? Is that's the big question? Well, the, the people from Retribution got main roster, main roster uh, contract. They they signed new deals last 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 year. We talked okay. about it on True Hill. Heat. I know, but I'm, <laughs> how much is the what up? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. It's not NXT money. NXT they did report this week from Dave Meltzer, a Wrestling Observer. They're not even making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. They're making lower than that. Like only top guys like Finn Balor and Adam Cole are making that much. Everybody else is making lower. But uh, let's do the prediction for this match. Bobby Lashley <laughs> versus Riddle versus Keith Lee. Uh, what first, do you think Keith Lee is going to be in the match? And then who wins? Chrissy Love, let's start with you. Wait, who's the people now? You said Keith Lee and who else? Lashley and Riddle. Mm, Lashley. Good choice, Ness. Uh, I want to say if he actually shows up in the match, but, um, <laughs> I want to say Keith Lee because that'll you, you got to give the guy something after all the bullshit you've been putting him through lately. So and then JJ, you guys are so optimistic with this Keith Lee shit, man. Um, no, <laughs> yo, first of all, even if he's in the match, he might be the one to take the damn fall. Lashley is holding <laughs> on to the title until Mania. Like Lashley is not giving up that title until Mania. Yeah, I, I don't think Keith Lee is taking the fall, but I do agree. Lashley is keeping the championship. He's just been so protected. He's been the more, yeah. one of the more protected guys in the entire WWE, and I think that his run is going to continue here, and Riddle will take the loss. We got a couple of comments we should shout out. John Elite Bro. and Shayna and <laughs> will win uh, at Elimination Chamber. CM says that at this point, the company should just be renamed to Charlotte Wrestling uh, Entertainment. (laughs) Romeo would love that. That's a fact. That's a fact. CWE, man. Like, like, Um, come on. JMC says Lashley, of course. And CM says Lashley loses, beats up Jeff, and enters the chamber to, to come out Close but lose. No, I don't see him beating up Jeff to enter the chamber and then not. Yo, but why? But why Jeff gotta be the fall guy? Because <laughs> well, Jeff shouldn't be because he's gonna bring the the high flying to this. But why poor Jeff gotta be the fall guy? <laughs> because he has lost like ninety five percent of his matches since he there. So he's he's a general fall guy. <laughs> There's that elimination chamber match for a WWE Universal Championship matchup later in the night. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Jay Uso versus King Corbin versus Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Mm. This match was made because uh, Paul Heyman said there was a clause in the contract that said Roman Reigns had to defend his title at Elimination Chamber, not in Elimination, in elimination Chamber. chamber. I love defend- that. He will defend the title immediately after. So who wins the chamber first? Let's start with Ness. Uh, I want to go my gut and say KO because they just been it's just been rolling. It's been great. Why stop it? Because he's lost three times. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he looks good in the losses. <laughs> Not the last one. Oh, but uh, the, yeah, that wasn't his fault. Uh, that <laughs> that yeah. was a mistake. Oh, God. God. Paul Heyman. Hey, hey, I just... Oh, God. I, just I, I don't know how stupid that was. 
I'm just calling things out. Uh, JJ? You're right. Oh, I think we're going to – all right. Uh, you know what? I think they're going to give Daniel Bryan his swan finish. Like, they'll give him his, his, his little revitalized moment. He'll win the chamber and then lose, lose. lose in, like, three minutes to, to, to the tribal chief. Chrissy? Um, first of all, shout out to Daniel Bryan because I like his new shirt. Really, cool, really, really cool. Um, I'm not gonna buy it though, but it's still cute. Hey, um, every every T-shirt sold build, uh, uh, makes a new tree. They're gonna plant a new tree. Oh, the, and it's a it's a tree, but it's a number one. I thought that was like so. Cre- okay, maybe I'll buy the tree hugger shirt. Okay, maybe we'll see. It has to be a dollar though. Um, Jesus, one dollar for a tree. <laughs> it's not a dollar. Trees don't cost a dollar. Don't well, don't leave those old commercials. But my donation of my one dollar will help for that tree. See. But it ain't building a tree. You got to spend the 35 bucks on WWE shop. That's how you make a tree. Plus the I'm shipping. Gonna buy, <laughs> right, I'm going to buy one, get one for get one for a dollar, and his shirt will be the dollar one. Okay, thank you. Now, as I was going to say, no, stop that. Come on. Oh, sh- <sighs> <laughs> That's it? That's all you got? You just threw her I'm, off track. She right, just like, just like, just. Uh, Who you got here? You gotta pick a winner for the chamber match. My my chamber winner would be I would give it to uh, Sheamus and have his ass kicked by. uh, No, sorry, wrong 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 brand, love. Wrong brand, duh. It's the blue brand, duh. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so my bad. (laughs) Can't you can't pick Adam Cole either. (laughs) Cesaro, (laughs) Cesaro, and to get his ass kicked by. Um, our tribal chief, he's gonna show up and win. Thank you. Yeah, like honestly, listening to JJ and Ness, I had to question if they've even seen SmackDown in the last couple. Right, of weeks. it's this, all about Cesaro. This seems like Taylor made for Cesaro to win. Like he can win the chamber. It feels like a huge win for him. For him, and yeah. then he's gonna immediately lose to Roman Reigns in about like five seven minutes because he's been beaten down. Is he? It's a protected loss because he's been beaten down in the elimination chamber, and then you right. can even you can even stretch this out for another month at Fastlane and do Roman versus Cesaro in a real match, and then you have the whole built-up storyline of Cesaro and Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins can cost yes, cost him to win the match twice yes. against Roman. He's protected twice against Roman. It just makes sense for Cesaro to get the victory. John Elite agrees with us in the. Uh, Comment in the live chat. He says Cesaro for the win. Uh, Negro Buck agrees with us as well. He says CWE uh, sounds like Romeo's wet dream. (laughs) (laughs) JMC says Jeff sucks and you don't deserve it. So I agree with CM. And uh, JMC also says King Corbin for the win. JMC always with the out the box uh, type of uh, opinions. That's the shit that gets you banned again, yo. Like, like, like what? Stop it. Stop. The worst dude in the entire match. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Uh, and then a limit uh WWE Universal Championship matchup. So we got all different predictions. Me and Chrissy Love got Cesaro and Roman. We both think Roman's gonna win, right? Chrissy Love. Yes, of course. He's gonna so show up and win. <laughs> so, so Ness, who do you think wins the Universal Championship? Oh, matchup? yeah, of course, Roman. Okay. And then, and then JJ This is not a question, right? Just <laughs> making sure. Just making sure. And then finally, WWE <laughs> Championship is on the line in the other elimination chamber. It's going to be Drew McIntyre defending against former champions Jeff Hardy, 
Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and Sheamus, who will enter the chamber last. So who wins the WWE eliminate the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match? I'm gonna go first and I'm gonna say Drew McIntyre gets the victory. Um, I think that probably Sheamus uh, elimination will be type fluky in some type of way to protect that matchup of Sheamus and McIntyre because it might be at WrestleMania, might be at Fastlane. I don't know, but that seems like the the feud that they're building up within this. But Mm -hmm. uh, I think that Drew McIntyre makes sense for him to win. If Sheamus didn't win the gauntlet, I would have gone with Sheamus, but I'm going with Drew here. Who you got, love? I have uh, uh, Drew for the win as well. Um, we have to see or protect what's going to happen between uh, Sheamus and Drew to lead up for WrestleMania. Absolutely. JJ? Uh, yeah, it kind of makes sense for, for, for Drew to still remain the big dog after after this match here. Um, I did love seeing AJ and Drew go at it, man. Like I would definitely wouldn't mind seeing another battle like that in a couple in a few weeks, but yeah, yeah, Sheamus is gonna come close, but uh, mm-hmm. and but Randy, we'll... Randy is gonna Randy is gonna get blissed out of the match, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then there you go. Um, yeah, Drew is Drew is gonna retain, and and a pretty good match, probably gonna be way oh, I mean miles better than the fucking SmackDown one to me, probably. Uh, no, I, I think the SmackDown one's gonna be better. Actually, you got yeah, Brian, think, yeah. you got Brian K.O., Cesaro, Zayn, and Jey Uso in that. That's gonna be great. Uh, Ness, who you got? Yeah, uh, McIntyre retaining. It doesn't make sense to even take ponder it taking a foot. Yeah. So we got we got everybody uh, pretty much picking Drew McIntyre in this one. So that is all for our preview and predictions for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Of course, let us know in the comments section on Facebook, on YouTube, what you think who your winners will be for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. And of course, you could tune back here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel as we are going to have our Elimination Chamber roundtable review. The Roundtable Rebel Ness will be on there, so you definitely want to check that out for sure. A couple of comments that we got over here. We got from on Facebook, the Negro Butt says, I love for Cesaro to win, but I've learned to curb my enthusiasm whenever WWE does something nice, slightly nice with Cesaro. Uh, me, me and me and Nick, that's, that's what I'm saying. Too much Cesaro love. They about to curb that shit. Mike Ashman says, Cesaro don't win. He got finesse to re-sign. I'm sorry, Cesaro low-key going to go right back into being lost in the shuffle after this program. Omi should have never re-signed. I have faith because he was supposed to be the guy in the Shinsuke Nakamura spot in the gauntlet. I feel like they're going to use the Elimination Chamber as a supplement for 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 that. Uh, Nick Jackson says there's no way Drew's losing this, uh, but yeah. John Elite disagrees and says AJ Styles for the victory. Is that an option that not a lot of people are thinking about but could happen thus? I mean, it's WWE. Who knows right. what they could do? But I just right. don't think it would – it doesn't make sense at this moment in time to to do that. Yes, right. uh, like they had such a good match, I wouldn't mind seeing. I, I'm telling you, I would not mind me uh, seeing AJ earn his way into a rematch at Mania, yo. Like yeah. they put on a banger, yo. I loved it. I loved it. And obviously, they looks like Sheamus is the guy, but it's just like 
Yo, AJ is not a bad choice. He's not a bad nah. choice. We also got JMC picking uh, Randy Orton and asking uh, JJ, why do you have so much hate for King Corbin? I can't oh my help it. I, 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 I can't help it. I like no. who entertains me. What isn't there to dislike about King about, about Baron Corbin's bum ass? Like, dude, it's horrible, yo. It's been the, yo, he's been the same ass character for like the past like four or five years. Only thing that's different is he got a fucking haircut. <laughs> like, like it's literally the same dude, yo. No, not no, no. We got Mike Ashman back in saying Drew McIntyre has had has had to have a long championship reign past Mania push, even SummerSlam. The only man that could be the top dog would be Keith Lee. Now creative have to rebuild him. He has faith in Keith <sighs> Lee. Uh, John Elite making a prediction saying Randy's pod gets lit on fire or asking the question. That could be a possibility. Oh, could- shit. Foreshadow and be something new in the another element. murder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, says, Wouldn't mind seeing Drew versus AJ at either Fastlane or Mania. That would actually make me want to watch Fastlane. So please don't waste that on Fastlane. Please, I can well, say we shouldn't have a, 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 a pay per view in March. It's retarded. You'll have, have Drew fight almost at Fastlane. Oh, no. Now you're just being ridiculous. But that brings us to the outro for True Hill Heat 113. Keep commenting in the live chat. We might be able to get to one or two more comments. But, of course, like this video, especially on Facebook. Drop us a like. Drop us a heart. Drop us a laugh emoji. If you got upset about something we said, drop us an angry emoji. Just drop those expressions in. If you are watching this long into the podcast and you haven't dropped an expression, what are you doing? You're not helping us. You need to help us get more engagement from more people, and it gets more people to watch this podcast if you drop us a like or drop us a heart. Any type of expression is appreciated here on True Hill Heat. But a plug for our lineup, definitely go out of your way. If you haven't already, check out True Hill Heat 112 from last week with Vert Vistin. We talked about a lot of great wrestling. She talked about her reaction to Kenta appearing on Dynamite. She was live there for that one. You got an, uh, the latest edition of Wednesday Night Warriors, uh, Dark Power, Review of Honor with our very own Ness. You had uh, Blunt Impact with our very own Ness as well. Blunt Impact special with Chris G and Stat King. And of course, we had three, count them, three pay-per-view roundtable reviews for New Japan Pro Wrestling, The New Beginning in Hiroshima, Night 1 and Night 2, as well as NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day that featured myself, Romeo Anthony Colon, and Marcus Cash. So definitely check all of those out. And you'll check out the latest edition of Wednesday Night Warriors over the weekend. Of course, you got a, a new AE recap, a new Dark Power, a new Review of Honor, and a latest edition of J News Japan. And like I said before, we got our WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view roundtable review, which will be up on either Monday or Tuesday. Stay tuned. Put those notification and press all so you always be alerted when we go live right here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel with all this quality content. Miss Chrissy Love, tell the fine folks where they can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me. Uh, I am the Miss Chrissy Love. It's Chrissy Love underscore or just Chrissy Love on Facebook and on Twitter. It's just Crystal Lynch. Absolutely. And Top Guy JJ, tell them where you can find me on social media. 
uh, for Instagram, you can find me at TrueHill underscore Top Guy JJ. Facebook, I'm simply Justin Johnson. Um, yeah, and it's good. Can't wait to see the results of this damn chamber, yo. Like, you I know, know. What the hell's going on with this with this <laughs> with this craziness. Ness, where can they find you on social media as well as the True Hill Heat YouTube channel? You guys can find me on Twitter at skinny underscore Kravitz on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry. Instagram at skinny underscore underscore Kravitz. And you can catch me on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. As always, review of honor. My man, the Stat King. Blunt Impact and Joints and Jabronis. My man, Chris G. And all the roundtables as well. Speaking of roundtable, Fifth Generation Carney says those New Japan roundtables were great. Thank you so much, Fifth Generation. And the Negro Buck says, solid show as always, guys. Always glad to see my fellow cannabis connoisseur uh, ah. on the show. And, of course, Drunk Guy JJ came in on his natural his natural habitat on Facebook, saying the Viper God, the 15-time 15, 15 champion, main eventing Wrestle, Wrestle Oh, main. God. Oh, he going to be tight this, no. on this, on this <laughs> No, he's not. He's just trolling. He knows it ain't happening. Trolling <laughs> ain't tight. You can find me on social media now <laughs> on Twitter at TrueHeelSP3. You can also find me on Instagram at TrueHeel underscore EpicSP3. You can find me every single Monday on Power 4 TV's YouTube channel as well as their site on Power 4 SP3 with John Scott. Another reminder to you guys, if you haven't already subscribed to Power 4 TV, you can get 50% off with the promo code SP3. So definitely check that out. All great promotions as well as podcasts over on Powered 4 TV. And now you can find me on Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel as I will be doing their pay-per-view previews. My latest for WWE Elimination Chamber is with Joel Hubert of Fightful Wrestling where we break down the entire card. And I've also been featured the last two weeks on Smack Talk, which is their post show for WWE SmackDown every single week on Friday, immediately following SmackDown. And of course, you can find me over on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel every single Wednesday 8 p.m. BST 3 p.m. Eastern time with Alex McCarthy check out this past week's episode where we're talking uh it was a Tuesday episode actually where we're talking about all the new signings for WWE as well as takeover vengeance day and you could follow true heel heat on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at True Heel Heat. Pretty simple, if you remember correctly. And if you see the title for this video, pretty easy to remember. At True Heel Heat on all social media platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, like this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, family. Push the subscribe button or the iCard to subscribe. The bell to stay notified for all the great content right here on True Heel Heat. Of course, follow along with all of our friends, Battle Club Poor. Battle Club Pro, Warrior Wrestling, Mission Pro Wrestling, and Wrestling Travel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Subscribe to My Battery is Dying of Marcus Cash, Jimmy Macaram's YouTube channel where we're reviewing WandaVision. Great stuff every week over there. And Travel as well as Wrestling Daily. And you can listen to True Hill Heat. If you're listening right now, you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite audio podcast. So, for our guests, Ness, for the beautiful, the lovely Miss Chrissy Love, for our resident True Heel alcoholic, Top Guy JJ, until True Heel Heat 
114. Next week, we're doing big things with Jose Gonzalez of Weekends of Wrestling. I hope all of you enjoy WWE Elimination Chamber tomorrow. And check out our roundtable, which will be up on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SB3. This has been True Hill Heat 113. Exploding barbed wire chamber. We are signing off until next time.